I'm Sarah. <laughs> We're a little slow today. It's been busy. It's very, been a very busy, busy week. But thank you for tuning back to What's, What's Happening in the Motherload with Sarah and Sarah. Sarah. So you get that double trouble twice. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> and so, we are looking at the oh the end of May. The end of May. It's oh, I cannot so believe to say that. Yeah, that we're coming into June. June. It's crazy. It's so crazy, crazy. What you know what that means, right? Yeah. Summer. Summer, summer is summer. here. There's like it's nine more days for school left. Yeah. <laughs> so two more weeks left and yeah. the kids are going to be out. No more school projects. Yeah. Like by the yeah. beach, yeah. Yeah. the pool, the beach, wherever you want to go. Yeah, yeah, cool yeah, because you're going to have to be cool this summer. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, so hot. It's going to be warm. It's going to be warm. So yeah, summer. we're looking for, are looking at the week of May 27th through June 2nd. It's so rough to say that. Yeah, it's so it's, rough it's to crazy. say that. It's crazy. It's crazy. We're almost at our almost almost six month, like half a year that's mark. That's right. We are half a year mark Woo! already of wow. 2022. Yeah, can't believe oh, it. Oh, it makes me cringe. It's gone by too quick. It's really, really fast. <laughs> really fast this year. Oh, so that's rough. And um, we actually have a really important holiday coming up on this, uh, on this Monday, Monday mm -hmm. actually, and that is Memorial Day. Yeah. And we just wanted to switch things up a little bit to on a Memorial Day on the program because we are just so thankful, mm -hmm. actually, for the sacrifices that yes. um, people have made and families have made, actually, mm -hmm. so that our country could be as free as it is yes yeah. so uh so we'd like to say thank you to the families who um are missing their loved ones yes. on this memorial day because it's not just about barbecues and a day off no it's it not it really not at all. is about honoring those who who served and passed away when they served and remembering those people mm -hmm. so uh, we are very very thankful yes uh, we are that uh, that service was made for sure mm -hmm. for sure and with that, we are going to start off with Memorial Day events mm -hmm. um, to make sure that you guys are fully aware of what is going on, how you can yes. help out, um, how you can make your own remembrance of this weekend yeah. and who yeah. served our country and who ultimately made the um, biggest, biggest sacrifice, sacrifice in the yeah. families that are still mm -hmm. grieving. Yes. Um, but and we do say thank people you. are still sacrificing. They're right? still sacrificing, yes. Yeah, because our armed forces, we may not be in an active conflict um we are somewhat in a conflict but yeah. not officially in an active conflict um but we do have our forces all over the world helping out other countries and our allies and they um as we saw in afghanistan last year mm -hmm. they um they give their lives for us they do so anyway so there are a few different events that we wanted to talk about at the top of the show so that you can plan your Monday. Mm -hmm. So did you want to go first? Yeah, I can. So okay. on um, May 30th, um, the American Legion Amateur Post in 108 Memorial Park, they're going to be doing a observance. Um, with the keynote speaker, the Honorable Judge Renee C. Dave, our day and a luncheon hosted by the American Legion Post. and. Um, immediately following the ceremony. It was um, open at 10 a.m. and the ceremony will start at 11 a.m. sharp. Um, if you are looking for more information, um, you can give them a call at 209 um, 267-9493 um, and then the parking 
Um, they say, please pass the Legion towards the Interface Food Bank and drive to the top of the hill um, and then park up there because I think the parking is limited. And if you guys have ever gone to this, this event, it's very impactful um, and very respectful. Mm -hmm. And there's so much honor um, in this in this ceremony, um, yes. and I highly recommend it. Mm -hmm. So uh, another event is actually in Columbia State Historic Park, and what they are doing is actually having a Memorial Day service at 11 a.m in the old veterans section of the Columbia Cemetery. Uh, the ceremony will take about 20 minutes. Uh, there will be prayers, information about Memorial Day, uh, the Battle Hymn of the Republic, and a salute to those buried in this section. And the ceremonies are conducted by the Columbia Foot Dragoons and the Columbia Grenadine Bells. And um, if you remember correctly, we were in a conflict during the right after uh, right before the gold rush too, which was uh, the Civil War era, and we do have veterans buried up in that cemetery. So um, going out there is a wonderful way to pay your respects, not mm -hmm. only to more recent uh, people who've passed, but also those who passed a very long time ago. Yeah, because I mean the sacrifice is still. Even if it's a hundred years ago or so, it was still a sacrifice that was yeah. made. A life was lost for our Absolutely. country. So, um, also the VFW Post um, Eight Two Five Four and DAV Chapter One O One Eighteen um, is doing a poppy drive mm -hmm. um, through May Seventh or Twenty Seventh through Sunday May Twenty Ninth, leading into Memorial Day. All donations were made in the Amador County. Um, so, if you do want to make a donation. Um, you can go and I believe I'm trying to find out where they're going to be at, but um, oh, they'll be at Walmart in Jackson. So you can okay. find them and get your poppy, um, make a donation, and mm -hmm. and it goes for a great cause. Yep, yep. And then again, over in Tuolumne County in Twain Hart, they will be having a Memorial Day parade on uh, May 30th. And it will begin at 11.30, it will end around 2.30 uh, p.m. and the day will start off with a small military parade and uh, followed by a presentation and the changing of the flag. Each year they honor a local veteran by dedicating the flag raising in their name and that name is added to, to the plaque sitting at the base of the flagpole in that community. And it says uh, it's always a very moving ceremony, and they would encourage everyone to come out for the event. And then it continues with a barbecue at Epperson Park. Mm -hmm. And then I have one more, which is the Memorial Day at Carter's Cemetery um, in Tuolumne. Um, and this is every year on May 30th, the original Memorial Day. Um, Carter's Cemetery in the Tuolumne, uh, uh, BFW Post 4748 conducts a Memorial Day ceremony at 10 a.m. Um, Vietnam Veterans of America helps with this honor and um, Somerville High School Choir performs during the event um, and they have refreshments provided afterwards. If you want more information, you can give them a call or you can email them at vfwpost4748 at yahoo.com. Okay. 
And there are also a few different veterans memorials dotted around the mother lode that do not have Memorial Day ceremonies. Usually they have Veterans Day ceremonies. Mm -hmm. So I know there's one in I own that's beautiful. Murphy's Park has one that's really beautiful. So if you, you don't want to attend a ceremony but still want to honor one of your loved ones that has passed in this way, uh, go on out to one of the veterans memorials and you can have a quiet remembrance. Mm -hmm. My um, brother-in-law is in the military and they have a tradition where they usually go and have a drink and they buy a drink for the people that they've lost and they oh, wow. lay it on the table okay. and a lot of um, a lot of places will keep the beers uh, or drinks that you purchase kind Just of there, there for oh, the cool. whole day that's for people to see mm -hmm. who who's made the sacrifice. So I thought oh, that wow. was that's really yeah. Cool. So if you want to do that, you can too. I mean, mm -hmm. it's always just a good thing just to yeah, just to remember, remember, just to remember, remember what we've sacrificed to get here. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, um, so your Monday is taken care of. <laughs> Monday is, Monday taken, is care. taken care of. And um, so, on to our little historical section, which we uh, obviously talk about every every year. Sorry, every week. See, it's like I can't even believe it. Six months into the year, I'm going to be a year into the year, and then I'm going to be going, I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. I, the, the crazy part is it's just going to get faster and faster to yeah. by the point that we're going to realize that another six months have passed by, we're going to be like, oh, it's Christmas. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. Christmas. What happened? Yeah. What happened? Yeah. We got so, through summer and now we're cold. Yeah. <laughs> so, soon enough. Soon, soon enough. enough. Soon enough. So this week, actually, I am going to be talking about underwater towns. Which Ooh, is really—it's actually really cool. I think a lot of people don't realize how many towns were actually covered over by water with the building of the dams mm -hmm. in in our state and actually all over the country. Um, one of the more famous ones is actually up in Shasta County, where Whiskey Town Lake and um, Whiskey Town was actually covered over. And John F. Kennedy went, I believe, obviously in the '60s, and went to that. Uh, event and talked about Whiskey Town and really? honored them. It's kind of interesting. If you ever go up there, they have a little, looks like a little kiosk, <laughs> but you can press it and you can hear a speech. Oh, that's cool. Which is kind of cool. So we have um, quite a few dams up here mm -hmm. and uh, some towns that have been covered. So I just wanted to point those out to you. We don't know with this drought if the water's going to get low enough so we'll be able to see the towns, but yeah. sometimes we can. Sometimes you can. And, um, mm -hmm. Speaking of towns, um, if a lot of you don't know, Sarah and I write, and yeah. we do, we write stories, and one of my stories has an underground, oh, underwater, underwater town. town. Oh, wow. And, and we didn't even talk about it. Yeah, we didn't talk about it. <laughs> so this is like totally up my alley, and I'm like, I can totally picture it, and yeah. I love it. I love it. I love the subject. So let's go ahead and go. Okay, so. Um, so one of the interesting things, um, when I actually wrote this story quite a while ago, I was talking to a historian, uh, Dr. Julia Costello, who is just a, a very accomplished historian in our area, but she's a worldwide historian. And what she said is that dams are built usually in river canyons okay. because that's where you're going to have habitation because people need water, mm -hmm. right, to survive. So what happens is towns are actually built right next to the water. So it's, Which would make sense. Exactly. So it's not a far stretch that some of these towns end up being underwater mm -hmm. um, when the time comes. And actually, New Maloney's in Calaveras County was the last dam to be built in California. 
And there's a town under that one, There's right? a town under that okay. one, yes, and we will get to that. <laughs> I'm like, I know that one. You're like, I know that one. Uh, so the first town we're actually going to talk about is under Lake Don Pedro, which is not actually a lake at all. It's, it's actually a reservoir. Okay. And it is the fifth largest reservoir in the state of California. And it's made by Don Pedro Dam, which holds water from the Tuolumne River. And it, it actually is used for residents down in the Central Valley. But uh, Jacksonville is, is way underwater. <laughs> like with Maloney's, you can sort of see it uh, come up a little bit. But Jacksonville is, uh, is kind of in a, a very deep part of what was originally the River Canyon. Oh wow! And so no um, one's gonna so see no that. one's gonna see that unless there's like no unless we're in a big big trouble. <laughs> big trouble. <laughs> we don't want to see that. We don't want to see that. <laughs> exactly. Um, so that town was actually uh, founded in 1849 um, by Colonel Allen Apollo Moore Jackson. So there's that there's a name for you. Mm -hmm. And um, so anyway, like many of the Diggins, he had a town. Uh, the Diggins was named after him, and then the town was named after him. Okay. And um, it actually ended up, let's see, there were mining operations along the river. Mm -hmm. And one of them, it's not, this is not near Jacksonville, but it's called the Eagle Shawmut Mine which you actually can see in a drought situation. Again, okay. it's kind of nestled. You have to go down these side roads um, to get to it. So look for it because there are people who have written about this online as to how to get to this little oh, place. See where you can see it. See where you can see it, it always, so you can't see the Eagle Shama. It right. always makes me interesting because a lot of it, they built structures, I mean, out of rock and wood. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes you can still see here that you see part of the wood structure, so almost the like wood it preserves it. itself. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, which is fascinating to me. Yeah, because even though it's flooded over and completely taken away from what we could see, mm -hmm. it's preserved. It is preserved, and that's crazy. The water is so crazy. Yeah, well, it doesn't oxidize. Mm -hmm. The water is cold enough, typically, that it preserves it. Mm -hmm. And they really don't want droughts to undercover these, no. because then they they do lose their integrity. The mm -hmm. buildings do, um, which so always makes me would love to like scuba dive down <laughs> and look yeah, at these. See what you can see. Oh, I'm petrified of fish. Petrified fish. I'm like, I will never do this, but I would love, love, yeah, to, love, go to, love to go down. Love to go down. We'll figure something out. Yeah. <laughs> Put you in what is a Georgia Bowl or whatever yeah, they exactly. <laughs> So anyway, the Eagle Shawmut Mine was at one time uh, the largest producer of gold in Tuolumne County. And let me go through here. And there's some wonderful little stories about this. So I might actually post this online so you guys can can read it all because it's been a while since it, it was published. Uh, but what happened is um, the dam was built to for um, the for Hetch Hetchy, you know, right. as part of the Hetch Hetchy system. Mm -hmm. So it was actually. Uh, in the 1960s, the new the dam was completed, and it was the 1970s that it actually filled it, it filled to its highest part and actually covered Jacksonville. See, that's always funny because it takes years to cover. I mean, oh, I didn't even think of how long it took to, to fill. The dam. I've never thought yeah. of that. I always mm -hmm. think of it just instantly happening. I don't know, like that. It just clicked in my head. Yeah, it of, takes a long time. Of how long it takes. That's mm -hmm. just it can take a long, long time for the water to come through. 
Um, and many of these were ferry crossings. So you can see some of the old, the old photos of the ferry crossings. Yeah. It's kind of, it's pretty amazing, which is what I'm, I'm, as, as I'm thinking that as I'm getting to Maloney's, which um, is obviously on uh, New Maloney's Dam, or New Maloney's Reservoir, and it's, you cross Stephen O Bridge, it's just kind of a stream from Stephen O Bridge. Uh, last dam to be built mm -hmm. in uh, California. There was a lot of controversy around this particular dam, and it was in the 80s um, that it was actually built. But there are many people today who still remember it. Yeah, right? it's not that it's long. It's not ago. that long ago. No, no, not at all. Um, so again, it was a ferry uh, before it became a town, and the ferries were like you see in sort of the movies, actually. They would have their ferry and they would pull along with the ropes, whatever was, you know, whoever was on the ferry, pull, pull, pull to get the other side, they got off, pull, 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 they right come the back, back the other side. So back and forth, back, back and, and forth. forth all day long. I, mean, I bet their muscles were really, really well strong. and their hands were yeah. rough. <laughs> You're and like, oh, okay. the ferryman, for mm -hmm. sure, for sure. So, um, so anyway, uh, their New Maloney's is still underwater, and sometimes even when Maloney's doesn't come out of water, you can see the old railroad trestles and like the old ferry um, portions, portions of the old ferry, wow. which is really, really fascinating. Mm -hmm. So that was actually filled. Let me see. Let's see, yeah. So um, it was in the 1980s. Oh, actually, maybe it was before it was the 70s, sorry. Because I'm, I'm thinking of the 80s because at that time it was so low that uh, Julia took a trip to, with people to go and see the old town. Oh, Because cool. it did get uncovered. Nice. I could have sworn my last self was maybe not quite so... Anyway, <laughs> sorry, because I thought it was the 80s that they actually filled the dam. It was, 70, it was completed in 78, that's what oh, I'm okay. thinking of. And then I think it actually filled up um, by the early 80s. And then in the late 80s, that was it. The reservoir was low, that, so low that she took the... I knew I would work it out. I knew <laughs> I would We figured it out. Oh, you figured it out. Figured <laughs> it out. <laughs> Eventually. Um, so one of the last towns I wanted to talk about is actually Comanche in the... Um, Lower County, and that is actually an East Bay mud dam. And um, that dam actually started to be built in 1962, and it covered the little tiny little town of Comanche. <laughs> now it's a lake. So um, it was filled up in 1964 and 1965. Okay. And uh, I just think it's fascinating that there's these little towns that are underwater all over California, and we have yeah. four of them in our area. So that's why I wanted to kind of talk about them. Yeah, because you just, it's like, I don't know, it's like the ocean. You don't really, like, you really don't, so know, you don't know what's under there. there. In mm -hmm. our lakes, we have Towns. Yes, we have towns. We have towns under the bottom of our lakes. the bottom of our lakes and our reservoirs. And who knows what else is down exactly. there. Exactly. And that's why I don't 
swim very because <laughs> who knows so yeah and there are markers for all the towns too so if you look up california state historic markers you can find the markers find That's the cool. map to the markers and find out exactly where the towns used to be yeah and with the wildflowers kind of dying out with the heat i mean that's yeah. another great way to get out and about and drive around yeah. and find these markers and find these underwater mm -hmm. um towns that once exist or well they still exist but just but underwater in a different form yeah <laughs> so yeah the, that's really neat yeah yeah so so on to the other events yep for so we are in summer pretty much We'll just call it yeah, something like summer. <laughs> um, it's like, like 98 degrees. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, it's warm enough to go swimming. It's considered summer. Yes, um, which also means it's fair season, and we just yes. got done with the frog jump. Yes, we did. Um, and that was a fun event. Beautiful weather. Yeah. But so we have many people there. I know tons of people. Mm -hmm. yeah. Which is good. I mean, mm -hmm. it's getting everyone's out and about, moving around, and it like we talked about before with COVID. We're finally back to normal. Yeah. And things are happening and it's there's not no more restrictions and mm -hmm. it's a wonderful thing. Yes. But we do have a lot of fairs coming up. A lot of up. fairs coming up. Absolutely. So we figured we'd kind of do a quick overview. So Yeah, just so you know they're coming mm -hmm. and when to expect them. Yep, and especially after seeing the fraud jump and how many people who came. Yeah, there was so many people. <laughs> so we have um, next weekend, um, we have the Italian picnic. Mm -hmm. And that one is, I'm pulling it up right now. In Amador um, County? It's in Amador County, and it is the 104th annual Italian picnic. Wow. And it's from June 3rd to June 5th. Wow. And it's at the Italian picnic grounds. Mm -hmm. um, and they have a carnival music dancing, and it is. Um, it opens on Friday at 5 p.m., and it goes until midnight. Um, they have wine tasting. They have... Um, spaghetti eating contest that wow. sounds really messy yes it does. Uh, but for it all does. ages um, <laughs> and that's at 1 to 3 p.m. they have a ravioli dinner they have cocktails reservation only uh, music dancing and then they have the grand parade on Sunday um, opening at 11 a.m. until 5 p.m. and then they got bingo Friday Saturday and Sunday all day um, I remember playing that bingo and getting the sausage oh really yes wow. My son loves it. Loves it. Like wow. he will just that. If you want more information, you can go to the um, Italian. Um, is it the Italian Benevolence Society? Yes, that's it. Okay. Good, you saw it. I was like, oh, I know it's Italian something. Um, or you can call them at 209-267-0206. Then we also have the Motherlode oh, Fair. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's uh, in Tuolumne County. Uh, you know, annual fair. Mm -hmm. So first you go to Calaveras County Fair, then you go to Tuolumne County Fair, and then you go to the Amador County Fair. Yeah. So that actually starts on June 30th, and it um, is at the Motherlode Fairgrounds. And uh, from noon to midnight, there's special exhibits, music, entertainment, midway, carnival, motorized sports, junior livestock, all the stuff that you expect to see at a fair mm -hmm. and um so they actually yep i'm like i'm i'm cruising through now fair entries are still being accepted so, so if you're entering any contest mm -hmm. or any livestock you can still do it yes you still have that time planning. get it done just uh search motherload fair um online and then you'll you'll be able to find out how to 
how to enter livestock and cakes. Which is <laughs> perfect because like we talked about before uh, yeah. with the frog jump, um, it, there's a lot of bragging rights to there getting those are, ribbons. And I mean, especially mm -hmm. if you have friends and family yeah. and yeah. you have the recipe everybody wants. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Yeah, you hold on to that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you get the ribbon to prove it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so that goes actually from June 30th to July 3rd. Oh, no, now we're talking about July. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, crazy, no. crazy. And we're going to talk more. Yes, <laughs> we're going to go more. Yeah. Like, so, <laughs> so you can get uh, tickets at the gate, but you can also go online and get them too. So um, just prepare and you'll be able to get out there and enjoy another fair. We do. Mm -hmm. And then we have the big one, the California State Fair and Food Festival is July 15th through July 31st. So that's a pretty long um, run time. Um, mm -hmm. And again, I do believe that you can still enter into the competitions, um, the programs, or to be an exhibit yourself or a vendor if you want to. Um, you can find more information um, on their website, which is... at the calexpostatefair.com um, and you can find it more, more information there if, if you want to get more involved, yeah, enter yeah. any of the things. And that's a huge, huge fair. Huge. And what's really cool is actually if you go through the county exhibits, mm -hmm. so each county has a different exhibit, so then you get kind of a real taste for what each of the counties are like. Mm -hmm. And this is sort of similar, but kind of not. Um, the state capitol if you take a tour of the state capitol down in one of the lower um, levels they actually have these window boxes that reflect each of the counties as well i didn't know yeah that. so if you have never gone to the state capitol and actually gone down to that level i would encourage you to do that it's absolutely fascinating because each of the counties actually decorates their own window box that's really cool. Really, really cool. Really cool. So each of them is very reflective of the individual mm -hmm. counties, and you get a real taste of how diverse California actually is. Yeah, because mm -hmm. it's a big, or a big, 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 big state, state. <laughs> and there's it's a, a really lot. Big state, and there's a lot, and we're very different, right, mm -hmm. in different areas. So um, yeah, state capital, state fair, bureau there at the same time. Mm -hmm. We'll go see everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot to there's see. There's a lot to see. Now we're getting into the end of July. July. So end of July 28th through the 31st is mm -hmm. the Amador County Fair. Yeah. And it's called, it, their theme this year is Around the World in Four Days. Um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so um, again, if you're looking to enter in the competitions, um, then you can take a look at the AmadorCountyFair.com and find more information about how to get involved um, and then to find out what they are going to have because it is kind of by, far off. Yes. But again, summer goes by quick, so plan ahead, um, and especially if you're doing livestock or yeah. any of the events. Yeah. And absolutely. if you're a vendor, um, find a spot. Find a spot. <laughs> yeah, find a spot. <laughs> okay. On to the other events and in Calaveras County on Friday um, there's actually um, there's a lot of theater going mm -hmm. on again 
so there's uh, Boeing. Boeing is still playing at the Metropolitan, which looks like such a fun play. It really does. It it's really very colorful. Does. Very, very, absolutely, absolutely. So that goes from May 20th to June 19th. Fridays and Saturdays at 7, um, dinner at 5.30, and that's an RSVP, and then Sunday matinees at 2 o'clock. So if you want information about uh, that particular play um, or about getting tickets, go to fourthwalltroop.com or go to eventbrite.com, and you can reserve your tickets. And it's not like the pricing for the tickets are not bad. No, it's only $15 for adults and $10 for students. Yeah, and that's two-hour entertainment. Absolutely. And so, it's, yeah, it's, it's, a really, it's a really cool little venue, too. Mm -hmm. It really is a cool little funky um, venue that you don't see very often. No. No. Mm -mm. Then we also have on um, Friday, May 27th, is a Mary Solio cooking class um, with Chef Dave. Um, and it is $55 per person. And it's only one class from 6 uh, 8 p.m. to 8 p.m. Um, and it is in Murphy's, California. Um, it is um, seats are limited, and you do have to have a proof of vaccination to attend. To make reservations, you can call at 209 728 8853. Um, and then you can also visit the website marisolio.com um, if you are interested in a cooking class. Yeah, yeah. they put on really good cooking classes too. And they have really good um, olive oil and oh. vinegar tasting mm. if you don't take the cooking class. I ate lunch before we did the show, but I do know eventually my stomach will grow. <laughs> at some point. At some point. Because yeah, we always end up talking about all these yummy foods. Yes. And I'm like, oh, yeah, absolutely. rough. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and so then what else do we have on Saturday? So Saturday, we have the treasure to, uh, our trash to treasure. <laughs> um, which is the annual vintage street fair in um, in Cedar Creek. Mm -hmm. and so oh, it's that's really, cool. Yeah, it's really cool. So yeah. like we said, is there's a lot of crafters and um, people who take a lot of unique things and make art out of it. Yes. Um, and then there's also a lot of antique, um, antiquers? Antiquers. antiquers. There you go. Antiquers. Yeah. And, I, um, and you can find a lot of treasures. Yeah. And it is from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. Um, and it is their 18th annual Vintage Street Fair. Yeah, it's been going on for a long time. Yeah, there. it really has. And it's uh, if you want more information, go to SuttersCreek.org if you want to find out more. Yeah. And they're also having the farmer's market at Sutter Creek yep. that same day from 9 a.m. to noon. So you can go to the farmer's market and mm -hmm. then go find an antique treasure. Which you can't go wrong because mm -hmm. that knowing exactly where your food comes from and how long it will last, um, it's invaluable. Like it, it is. really is. It really it's is. so yeah. invaluable, especially when you start throwing things away and you're like, wait a minute, wait, wait. I just bought that like, exactly. two days ago or yesterday. Um, you know you're gonna have a longer shelf life. Yeah, for sure. Right by local. Yeah. So. We also have the Spring Up in the Hills, um, and it is in um, Saturday, May 28th, and it is in Copperopolis Armory Lot in Copperopolis. Um, they're going to have live music, beer and wine, food for all, um, and then all ages bounce houses. Mm -hmm. That sounds fun. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. Does, yeah. I would probably sprain my ankle, but it does sound fun. Um, yeah. You can shop the vendors from uh, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. They have an after party from 5 p.m. till who knows. Mm -hmm. um, if you want more information, you can contact them at 209-718-0367. Um, 
and that's spring up in the hills. Yeah. And then another farmer's market over in Sonora uh, from 7.30 to 11.30 on that Saturday. So if you want to get your veggies over in Sonora, then that is the place to go. It's actually right behind Washington Street and that old, old section of Washington Street. And they have this beautiful mural that they um, set up next to. So it's kind of this oh, whole vibe great. to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And that's cool. really, the farmer's markets, they all have their own vibe. They, they do. Really they do, which is cool. really interesting. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. And then the 43rd annual Arnold um, Peddler's Fair is happening this weekend, May 28th through May 29th. It's handcrafted um, um, artisans and specialty foods. It's free uh, admission um, and it goes from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. or 5 p.m. Mm -hmm. um, and it is outdoors so you can just come hang out and enjoy the weather. Oh, and, that's cool. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. And then music um, up there in uh, the Shenandoah Valley, which is always gorgeous no matter what time of year you go. Mm -hmm. uh, but there will be a concert um, sound, it's called Sounds in the Vineyard from 6 to 9 p.m. at Bella Grace Vineyards. Ooh. So it's on Plymouth Road and you just, or it's actually on Upton Road in Plymouth. And you can go there and enjoy music, uh, Mexican dishes, and paired with wines, tacos mm. and wine. That's hard to turn out. <laughs> so you just have to go, um, you can get your tickets ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Let me go, go on over there. So it's general admission is $30 and club members are $25. Yeah, it can't be that. It can't be that. Mm -hmm. And we talked about this before, so we hope you have your talent yes, ready um, if you out. are going to <laughs> be performing. Uh, the Gold County Festival and Talent Show is happening this weekend. There's a $1,000 prize for wow. the first place talent show winner. Um, they have DJ Outlaw will be playing um, all of their country favorite hits. They have vendors, food trucks, and drinks there. They have a mechanical bull ride, axe throwing, oh, cornhole, and horseshoes. That sounds cool. So yeah, and a magic show. They have a magic show in the kids zone. So it's very yeah. fun for everybody. <laughs> um, it's ten dollars to get in, free for kids under five. There's free parking. Um, it's an all age event, um, and the gates open at three p.m. and the talent show starts at four p.m. And if you want more information, you can go to www.freewillorg.org uh, slash festival, or you can call it 209-584-9006. And the, all proceeds go with um, the Help Fund Future Youth Events. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah. So it's a benefit. Mm -hmm. Cool. And then over and again in Columbia State Historic Park, they are actually having a history train. It sounds like this might be the first time they're doing this particular one. Uh, history train on Memorial Day weekend, May 28th, 29th, and 30th. And it's at the Railtown 1897 State Historic Park. Sorry, I said Columbia. I meant the Railtown in Jamestown. Sorry about that. Um, and what it does is it will give you a unique interpretive experience and it will include living history and reenactments inspired by the Gold Rush era in Tuolumne County and the early days of the Sierra Railroad. So that sounds like it would be very, very cool. 
Uh, train rides uh, will begin at 10.30, uh, and then there'll be 10.30 to and 12.30 and 2.30. And each train will have a variety of different characters aboard. I love that. And period attire. So like Mark Twain, Grizzly Adams, Colonel James, uh, George James, who's the founder of Railtown, and Anne Klein Rickert, who is the first woman president of a railroad. So, and then all these other uh, cool historical reenactments too. So, um, it is twenty-two dollars for adults, seventeen dollars for youth age six to seventeen, and then free for children five and under. And you just need to go to Jamestown itself, or go to. Um, I believe it is. Let me just hop on over there. Rail 1897, railtown1897.org to get your tickets. I love that so much, especially with having children who are in elementary school and middle yes. school to actually have a performance yeah. where they can, it's almost a history class in one day. Yeah, absolutely. Um, especially a local history class. And um, for that price, it's not. Yeah, it's, bad. it's really good. <laughs> really, really good. I love that. Sounds so much. super interesting. Yeah. Um, for you book lovers out there, if you want to build up on your library, the Arnold Library is doing a book sale uh, mm -hmm. from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Um, uh, on May 28th and 29th. So um, they are friends of the Arnold Library um, is putting it on. Um, so you fill a shopping bag for five bucks. Yeah. Five bucks. Five bucks for a, cool. a shopping bag of books. <laughs> uh, they have books, jigsaws, puzzles, music, and CDs. So yeah, you can't go wrong. You can't. I go love wrong. library book sales. Uh, yeah, you can find some real uh, treasures. Mm -hmm. Actually, you really can there. And then we have uh, another. Actually, moving into the actual week, Wednesday, June first, uh, Tuolumne concerts in the park will be beginning, actually. Oh, wow. um, enjoy the open-air farmer's market from 5 p.m. till dusk, and then live music at Westside Memorial Park. And so every Wednesday night from the first week in June until the last week of August, music starts at 6 p.m. The farmer's market is there. You can get food. It's just a really, really good It's time. a whole event. Yes, I love that. absolutely. It's so much fun. Yeah. Um, for you parents out there, um, there are a couple events for younger children um, put on by the first five. Um, on Friday, May 27th, they have the Messy Mornings, which is um, put on by every, um, every Friday. Um, and it's from 10.30 to 12.30, so you can, or 12 o'clock. So children are just there to play and get messy. And again, it's a safe spot to make friends, yeah. um, especially for parents also. Um, and then also they have the Dad and Me Stay and Play, which is Saturday, May 28th this weekend at 10 a.m. to 11 a.m., which is, um, yeah, if you're a dad, come bring your five-year-old and younger um, for, um, uh, yeah, it's mm -hmm. an outdoor learning lab and also they have free stuff. activity kits. Wow. And yeah, they have a whole thing going on. It's put on by First Five. And even it, I mean, it's also for grandparents. So if you are raising your zero to five year old, um, everyone's welcome. And yeah. Wow. That sounds great. And it's cool. a Mayflowers and gardening theme. Wow. So yeah, that should yeah. be a lot of fun. And um, also, and this is moving actually on to Sunday, May 29th at uh, Serendipity at 363 Main Street Murphy's. This is actually a fundraiser for the historic Douglas Flats Schoolhouse, uh, which they're, you know, slowly kind of uh, bringing back. And um, people actually do still, they have events there. 
but this is a what they call a Calco give back pack uh, which will be hosting a number of local and semi-local artists with their handmade goods so you can enjoy beautiful settings while supporting your local um, local charity uh, which is the Douglas Flat School. So just head on out to the Maker's Market on Main and check out what people have to offer yeah. and uh, get a backpack and it just sounds like a really good time. And I mean you can't beat the local talent. You just can't no. beat. Mm -hmm. um, Not at all. You get there's so much unique things and you it's interesting going to these craft fairs and seeing what people have created it mind boggles me because I sit there and go, how do you even dream that, that up? Yeah, and absolutely. Execute it so well. It? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. I can't do that. It doesn't look like an interpretation of something. No. It actually looks like the something, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen the meme where they have like, oh, what is it? In my head, it's like this like just beautiful painting mm -hmm. and then the executions like a stick figure, stick figure. <laughs> exactly <laughs> like that's me when it comes to art yeah yeah i hear you <laughs> for sure um if you are looking to kind of get fit they have gentle yoga on may um 29th sunday at 11 or 10 um 10 15 a.m and it's a free class um at the amateur yoga studio um in jackson um and it is um on Water Street in Jackson, um, and it is a motivation for, um, it's to get to know Ken and his motivation for teaching there. So it's kind of an intro oh, cool. class into yoga. So if you are interested into that, um, it's free. Yeah. Which That's is always, cool. always good. I will take free. Free, free is good. Mm -hmm. Free is good. And um, actually on May 30th, this is not a Memorial Day related event, but it is a Comic-Con. And Sonora, I which yeah. you can, I mean, it's like, wow, finally, um, it's Ohana Comic Con, it's um, in Sonora on Southgate Drive, and it is a, they call it a Sonora Toy Anime Comic Con, it's uh, kids friendly, people can come in cosplay, cosplay costume contest is at 2.30pm. Um, entrance is uh, $7 if you have an ad or flyer that they have been uh, circulating online and then $8 if not. So That's not bad. Not bad at <laughs> not all. Not bad at all. And it sounds like it's from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. and it just sounds like it would be really interesting to go. It does sound fun. It is yeah. nice that it's local because I mean, yeah. a lot of the Comic-Cons are in larger areas. Larger areas and they're larger Comic-Cons too, yep, for and, sure. And you lose, um, mm -hmm. you don't have enough time. No, you don't. Mm -hmm. You don't. You know, that's why people are, are doing two and three days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for sure. Um. Yeah. Um, and then I'm jumping a little bit ahead, but on June 2nd we do have a new play. Oh, wow. And it is Disney's The Little Princess oh, cool. at the Sierra Repertory Theater um, and it is going from June 2nd uh, to July 17th so it is opening opening day this Thursday. Wow. Um, they're going to be at the Fountain House Theater um, and it is um, uh, on Wednesdays it will be so the uh, it, uh, on Wednesdays it's from 12 p.m. Thursdays at 2 p.m. Mm -hmm. and Fridays at 7 p.m. 8 p.m. and Saturdays at 2 p.m. and 7 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. through July 17th. So oh, okay, if you want more information, you can go to sierrarep.org or call 209-532-3120. Yep.
And they always do a really great production. Yeah. And who doesn't love Little, Little Mermaid? Little oh Mermaid's gosh, I can sing all the songs. Yeah. <laughs> they probably don't want me in the audience because I'll just be like, be like sing, oh, me and they'll be like, who's that lady? Yeah. <laughs> Get the hook. Yeah. Or there would be a lot of people joining in. That's true. That could happen too. That could happen as well. So I think actually I am, I am all done with my I'm all done with mine. I'm getting okay. into June at this yeah, point. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. We definitely so want to leave some we stuff. We want to leave some stuff to talk mm -hmm. about when the, those days actually come. But there is more than enough to keep it us is, all busy over so this week and weekend. crazy. Mm -hmm. um, oh, I do have one more event. Ooh, and okay. I wanted to bring it up because, and it is in June. Okay. But I did want to bring it up because then you can plan ahead. But the Amador Senior Center is doing, um, it's starting in June. Uh, is a Monday movie matinee at um, the second and fourth Mondays of the month um, oh, at wow. 1 p.m. So it's a great gathering event. Yeah. Um, and they are follow um, following up with the lunch service afterwards. Um, refreshments and popcorns are provided. The it's free. Mm -hmm. uh, they do suggest a two dollar donation fee, which is not bad. Not bad. Not at all. Um, but they are planning on June third, thirteenth uh, at one p.m. is Davy Crockett, King of the Wild Frontier. Oh, cool. Um, it's rated PG. It's filmed in 1955. It's an hour and 32 minutes. So, I mean, you gotta sit and enjoy it. Um, and then June 27th at 1 p.m., they are doing The Absent-Minded Professor. So if you're looking for a comedy, yeah. um, and that's rated G, filmed in 1961. Um, oh. I figured I wanted to mention it so people could plan ahead because yeah. those things fill up and- They do fill they up. They are really good to be around there. Yeah, they are. Mm -hmm. They are, for sure, for sure. So. Um, enjoy your week yep. and as usual if there's any events that we missed or you want us to include one of your events please, please let us know uh, Calpegs, uh, you can email us at calpegs7 at gmail.com or contact us at Calaveras Community TV on all our social media networks and we just love to hear from you. We really do. Yeah. It's, it's, it's neat to hear from the, the community. Yes, and absolutely. To, uh, Find yeah. out what's going on. That's right. Yeah. So we can tell so you again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure. So much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, have a good week, you guys. You. All right. All right. Um, <laughs> bye. Bye. bye.